Yo, yo, it's your boy, Chris Scannerberry, a.k.a. Big Scan. And it's your boy, Jamal Scannerberry, all the way out here in Austin, Texas, a.k.a. Bigger Scan. We want to thank you guys again for joining us for our Sandbox Sports Podcast. We appreciate your presence. And uh, welcome back, man. We're happy to have you all here. Just like my guy, Bigger Scant, said, welcome back. We're super excited to have you all here. And we're excited to get into some fun things today, some new exciting things. So tune in and let's go. Let's go, baby. Tap in. And we back and we back and we back. Welcome back to another episode of Sandbox Sports Podcast. And we got some all new stuff coming up. But first, we're going to start off like how we always do with our hot topic. So tune into my guy, Stephen A. Smith, to who he thinks is the best team in the NFL. And they are the lone undefeated team in the entire NFL. I got Arizona. I got the Cowboys. I got the Los Angeles Rams. I got the reigning defending champion Buccaneers. And I got the Baltimore Ravens. My top five. A-list. Stephen's A-list. From the man, Stephen A. Smith himself in the animated way that only he knows how. He mentioned a few teams that he feels like is the best team in the NFL right now. And I want to ask you, Bigger Scant, who is the current best team in the NFL? We're about a little over a quarter away in the football season. Who's the current best team in the NFL? Man, I'm going to start off by saying I'm not a big fan of Brother Stephen A. Um, I feel like his journalistic credibility has just hit the tank. Um, Mm. His list, his list, I am not completely in disagreement with. There's some teams that I'll probably move around a little bit. I don't think the Bucs is the top five team in the uh, NFL right now. Interesting. But, you know, the Cardinals, um, they're on that list, and I can't disagree with the Cardinals right now being the best team in the NFL. Interesting. they are definitely playing as such. Um, I believe they're the only undefeated team left in the NFL. They are. Um, and, you know, Kyler Murray is having another MVP-esque season. They just got a little better by adding um, Mr. Ertz as yeah. well in trade. And they can do a lot more, man. Trade deadline is coming up, and there's some teams that, that want to get rid of high-quality players that just aren't winning. You know, sure. if we're if we're looking at it as an example, I feel like the Jets and the Cardinals will be a great trading trading scenario for a guy like Marcus May. Mm. You know, Marcus May is going into well, right now he's on a uh, he's franchise tagged and he's going into another year to where we can possibly do the same. Yeah, um, the Cardinals are in win now mode. They can definitely beef up their secondary a little bit. We got Buda Baker there, mm-hmm. um, but Marcus May can definitely help. Um, with the loss of Mr. Peterson. Um, they are finally doing the right thing with Isaiah Simmons, moving yeah. him into the linebacker role rather than having him as just a, you know, what do they call a, what do they call them? A corkscrew guy or what are they, whatever they call a gadget guy. A gadget yeah, guy, yeah, yeah. yes. Um, rather than having him as a gadget guy, they have him at a set position and he's playing just as well as Micah Parsons in Dallas. And um, I think uh, the Cardinals is just, a team to just be reckoned with, man. And, you know, like we see the Chiefs do year by year, moving guys around and adding teams to, to adding players to to help their championship run. I feel like the Cardinals are in that spot right now, and they're definitely on the up and up. 
So it's interesting with the Cardinals. They're the current undefeated team, and I think that their defense has far and away outlasted and like just ex- exceeded my expectations. I think Kyler and I expected the offense to do what they've been doing, but they, as a team, have been balling. But I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that division. I really don't know. But there's something about the Cardinals now that feels like I'm waiting for the wheels to fall off. Maybe it's a big injury. Maybe it's something like that. But the best team in the NFL right now, I got to say, is the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. And I say Dallas for a number of reasons. One big reason is they've managed to they've managed to beat out the severe disadvantage they have, and I feel like one of the worst head coaches of a better of a good team. I think Mike McCarthy That's is horrible. really just a figurehead. He's yeah. very bad at time management. Yeah, I think I think they're winning in spite of him. I think Kellen Moore. You can expect to have a lot of head coaching opportunities coming up when that opens up and I just think Dallas is playing together and the thing with Dallas you in years past you've always expected their team to the wheels to fall off but I feel like Dallas is winning the close games now that they've always lost in the past they got some solid receivers sorry were you gonna say I was going to say with Jerry Jones and how he promotes from within and how he got Wade Phillips out of there and moved Jason Garrett right in there. Is that a possibility? Mm-hmm. Is that a possibility? Because I do feel like McCarthy is horrible. Mm. But would that be a possibility to, to sneak Kellen Moore in there as young as Kellen Moore is? So I heard a take the other day. I think it was from either Ryan Clark or Marcus Spears. I'm not too sure. But I don't think you mess with well enough right now. They've been performing. And I think you just have to keep it as it is. And like I said, like, I think Mike McCarthy is an awful head coach, but I think that they're 5-1. and one. And until that's not the case, I think you have to keep him in there. But I do think that at some point they, they will likely change uh, coaches. But I don't know. They've been performing. And not only have they been performing on the field, but I got to talk about the draft that they had either last year or the year before. They got C.D. Lamb, who just yeah. fell right to them at the number 16 pick. And he's turning into arguably one of the best receivers in the league. And they waited, and they waited. And they also got Trayvon Diggs yeah. in the second round. He just fell yeah. to them in the second round. And he was on a lot of people's big boards to go top 15. A pick just, a game? Yeah. A Is that what he's game. been doing? Yeah, He's got to pick a game in the past. Bro, he has seven picks. We're six games in. That's crazy. I think <laughs> That's the league, crazy. I literally think the league leader of picks last year was nine, and he has seven, and we are six games in. That's crazy. I, I think, heard a take. I heard a story about him actually going to Alabama and Nick Saban forcing him out of being a wide receiver. To yeah, play corner. yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's forced him out of wide receiver to play corner, and he clearly has wide receiver hands, bro. I think he has as many touchdowns as his brother, and his brother's a receiver. Oh, my gosh, because he does have, like, three pick sixes. Yeah, three or four pick sixes. Wow. Yeah, shout out to Trayvon Diggs, man. I feel like Dallas has been lacking a secondary for years. Yeah, man. He's a spark, man. I don't know. There's a few other guys on that roster that are questionable, but, I mean, he's showing out, man. And you're right. Dallas is definitely up there. And the thing is, when I look at Dallas, clearly their defense isn't 100% fixed because – I love Mac Jones, but he kind of had a day against them a bit. But mm-hmm. they can be had, but they take the ball away and they give it back to that 
potent offense. Like, I think Dallas probably played the worst game they played all year last week and scored 35 points. Like, right. I just think that they're, they're the team to beat. And I looked at their remaining schedule, and I don't really see a loss. I don't really – there's no game that really stands out to me right now that I see lost. The only game that I thought potentially was the Chiefs, but they don't have a defense. They just don't have a defense, and I think Dak is going to go for 500 yards against them. So I got Dallas as the best team right now. When are they playing the Chiefs? I think something like week 13 or something. Week 13, okay. Yeah, hopefully both teams can stay healthy, man. I feel like the Chiefs, like I said earlier, is a, is a sneaky team to make moves to help their championship stride. And Sure. You know, yeah, Dallas is definitely uh, – Dallas is definitely a team that should be on everybody's radar. I just think that sometimes they they edge out wins that they should that they should just be you know kicking guys' ass. You know, sure, um, they're in a division to where they should walk away with this with this division. But every division game thus far has been competitive. You know, um, mm-hmm. I, I like the team though. I like how they're stacked, and I'm a big fan of Dak. Um, I want Zeke to be successful, and I, sure. I'm a big fan of Trayvon Diggs too. Um, so yeah, you're right, man. Dallas is definitely up there for sure. So the one thing that I think just as like a final thought about Dallas, cause I do agree that there's some games where they should be smacking opponents, but when it comes into the playoffs, if you catch a dub, you catch a dub. Right. And shouts out my guy, Steph slash Omi Fetty. He was telling me the other day, who's, who's probably the biggest Dallas fan I know. He was telling me the other day, he's like, bro. I didn't seen this movie before, and then they get into the playoffs and they lose first round. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel you, but I, I just don't look at this team and see a major hole that it's like, man, they need to fix this. I think Dallas is a team, and I know, I know they have the one loss, but they can very, they could very well be six and zero as well. Yeah, yeah, that one loss came against the Bucks, man, and that was honestly their best game played. Yeah, of they the played, year. they played great. Yeah, they played yeah, great. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, I mean, there's a lot of good teams in the NFL. I think the the cream of the crop right now is Arizona and Dallas. But with that being said, I'm going to get right into our prior week record. We didn't have a great week, man. There's a little less football games. You went 9-5, and five, and yeah. I went 8-6. and six. It wasn't pretty, but, you know, that's why we got another week. Let's jump right into 100-second runoff. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, for the first game, I got the Washington football team and the Green Bay Packers. I got Aaron Rodgers eking it out again. The Washington football team is not shown as that defense that they showed us last year. Aaron Jones and Aaron Rodgers are going to have a field day. Let's go, Packers. And for this next game, I got the Panthers versus the Giants. Both teams have been pretty sorry, but the Panthers stink just a little less, and they'll beat the Giants by a narrow margin. Next game, I got the Falcons and the Dolphins. And like Chris just said, both teams have been pretty sorry. But there might be some things shaking up in Miami. Some trade rumors rolling out there. But here's what I got. I got the Falcons winning this one, man. Another division team that they beat. We got Atlanta beating the Falcons, beating the Dolphins. Man, I got the Jets versus the Pats. You know how we rocking, baby. I got the Pats. The Pats have been struggling, but it's not at all because of their rookie quarterback, who has completed an amazing 70% of his passes this year. I think the Pats go dominate the Wolf for Jets. I don't Next game, I got the Eagles and the Raiders, baby. And if that coach in Philly do not have 
Justin or Jalen Hurts running from sideline to sideline. Eagles might have a chance, but I don't think he's going to do that. Mr. Fourth Quarter coming out on top. They lost Gruden. Mr. Fourth Quarter and Derek Carr is going to eke out a win. And for the next game, I got the Bears versus the Bucks. Man, I got the Bucks. If you ever looking for the founder of you, you need to ask Tom Brady where it is because he's playing the best ball of his career. It's going to be easy Bucks stuff. For the next game, I got the Texans and the Cardinals. And who are we kidding? The Cardinals is winning this game, baby. <laughs> the Cardinals, the Cardinals, and the Cardinals. Yes, sir. That was another fun week of 100-second runoff. And let's jump right into Fantasy Breakout. Talk to me. Who's going to break out this week? Man, I'm hoping to see something out of Calvin Ridley finally, man. He's going up against a weak Miami team. Mm -hmm. Uh, Though they have a really good secondary in Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, they just haven't been performing, man. So I'm hoping we see something out of Calvin Ridley. Um, We saw Matt Ryan uh, torch the Jets. Um, He's doing great within our division so far. So we'll see, man. I got him going against uh I got him going against that Miami secondary and we'll see if they with a performance out of Kyle Pitts that they had in uh, in London, uh, maybe he's more of a threat and that opened things up for Kyle Ridley. So I'm going with Kyle Ridley this week. Calvin Ridley this week. Yeah, I like that pick, man. He's been kind of quiet in fantasy, so I hope he breaks out now. For me, I got to go with the man himself, Mr. Mac and Cheese, Mr. Mac Jones, baby. I think Bill and Josh are finally slowly but surely loosening up the hold they have on him and he threw a bomb last week and I think he's going against a defense where he can finally just assert his dominance so I think Mac Jones is going to go for two or three touchdowns this week and I'm excited to see it yes sir and with that said man you know how we got to do it we got to go no go for show games you guys know how we do this for our no go game I got the Bengals versus the Ravens talk to me about it who's gonna win Man, Bengals versus the Ravens, man. I honestly feel like this is going to be a closer game than we think. It's a mm-hmm. division game for those guys. Um, and I really like what I'm seeing out of Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Um, mm-hmm. It looks a lot like, and this may be a little far-fetched or, you know, a little bit too much right now, but it looks a lot like Mr. Marvin Harrison and Peyton Manning. Oh, my um, gosh. Their connection is just great. Their chemistry is great. You're seeing things posted when they're mic'd up on ESPN now of them laughing. It's just all working and coming together. Yeah, man. Um, but that man in Baltimore, <laughs> that Potential man in MVP. Baltimore, man, potential MVP. I'd like to see him win a ring, you know, eventually within his career. It's his contract year, and he's playing like it. Um, yeah. So I cannot go against uh, Lamar Jackson. Um, we've seen him play against the Bengals, and he – destroyed the Bengals before you know so um Bengals defense is playing really well Joe Burrow Jamar Chase uh uh, Joe Mixon they've been playing really well this season they have a tight end don't quote me on his name right now but he's CJ Huzon yes he's been playing really really well also um but yeah I'm gonna have to go with the Ravens on this one man yeah the biggest reason why this is a no-go game for me is because the Bengals have been the surprising team of the year, and they look great. They're sitting at 4-2. and two. And then that division, that's tough, especially with the Browns being good and the Ravens being good. But right. the Ravens look like one of the best teams in football after that dominating win against the Chargers last week. And since both teams have been so solid, I just, I just can't go anywhere near this one with my bread. So I got to go no-go, but I'm going to pick the Bengals. I'm going to go out on a limb and pick the Bengals. 
And we're going to get back to this one later. Mm-hmm. I know. This is an exciting one. I got to pick the Bengals. I like what Joe Burrow's doing. And there's something about Lamar that I'm still not necessarily getting. But I got to go Bengals on this one. Right. And for our first show game, we got the Rams versus the Lions. Talk to me about it. Man, I feel like this game is special. I feel like uh, you got Mr. Uh, Stafford here who's looking at it as a division game. And, you know, we, we, we'll see how this goes. I know it's not a division game, but I feel like it's been marked off on his calendar, you know, for the longest. I feel like McVay is a guy who just wants to do anything to keep Stafford happy. Um, the Lions are just not a good team. So <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the Rams on this one, man. And I got uh, Mr. Stafford starting. The, uh, the Lions secondary is horrible. They're, um, yeah. they're, young, they're a young corner that they drafted um, out of Ohio State. He's hurt. Since being drafted has been bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, he's hurt. Um, he's been dealing with in- injury issues and, I just can't see Stafford going uh, going going in against the Lions and losing, you know. So I'm definitely going with the Rams. Yeah, this is about as for show as for show can get for me. The Lions are trash, and the Rams are still one of the most balanced teams in football. Not to mention, this is Matt Stafford's gotcha game where the Lions can see what they're now missing out on. I think Stafford's going to have to run it up. I think he wanted out of Detroit, and he finally got out, and he's got to show them what they're missing. And I think he's going to go for four touchdowns and destroy the Lions. So, shouts out to Stafford, but the Lions about to get it on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, man. We'll see. Crossing my fingers, man. Let's go Stafford. <laughs> for sure. Let's jump into Thursday Night Football, man. We got the Broncos versus the Browns. Who's going to win it and why? Man, you'll be surprised. We know how stacked the Browns are, but I'm going to have to go with the Broncos. You too? Um, yeah, there's a ton of injury th- injury uh, things in question with that entire Browns team. They're losing they're losing out on both starting running backs. It looks like this week here, and Nick mm-hmm. Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Baker has a shoulder injury, which is a never good which is never a good sign for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Odell Beckham, uh, who knows when he's going to play? Who knows if they even want him to play there? Generally. Um, you know, uh, you got a defensive line who's normally stout, but Jadavion is out. You know, one of the one of the uh, good points of the Browns right now is that their secondary is good. But, you know, Teddy Bridgewater, um, Cortland Sutton, Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, that team has been a team that have been competitive week by week. And I think Teddy Bridgewater is a competitive enough, com- a competitive enough quarterback to beat the Browns in a, in a primetime game like a Thursday night game, especially mm-hmm. with all of the injuries that Cleveland has right now. Yeah, just like you said, like I said earlier, man, I got to go with the Broncos in this one. It's really just because the Browns are hurting in all of the wrong positions at the worst time. If they had Baker, they could maybe get a dub here. But I got the Broncos, who still have a relatively good defense. I know they've sputtered in recent weeks, but I think it, it, the defense is going to make it tough on Keenum. And I, I think that their offense can figure it out. Like, I think that Teddy's kind of sputtered a bit, but I think this offense can figure it out and eke out a win against the, the Browns who are hurting and need to get better and health. For our game of the week, man, we got the Chiefs versus the Titans. Talk to me. Who's going to win it? Man, <laughs> this is funny. But I'm going to have to say – the Titans. Yes, sir. You're getting both uh, both star-studded receivers back for the second straight week. 
Um, Derrick Henry is – he's like watching a superhero play football week by week. Yeah. Um, and that Chiefs defense is just the biggest question mark right now for the mm-hmm. top team in the – for a top team like the Chiefs in the NFL. Can they stop anybody? Mm-hmm. Um, and with that said – um, I don't know what's going on, but it looks like they, they, they've been having trouble protecting Pat Mahomes, too. Yeah. I know over the offseason, they went in on finding protection for this guy. They did. They went, they went ahead and signed Mr. Long out of retirement, if I'm not mistaken. They went ahead and got um, the gentleman from New England, um, the guard from New England, Joe Thune from New England. And they did what they need to do, apparently, to help uh, Pat, but he's still on the move. Yeah. He's still throwing picks, unfortunately. And we'll see, man. I don't think the Titans' defense is, is a scary defense, so it's going to be a game of points. Mm-hmm. But I think Derrick Henry is just something else, man. I'm going to have to go with the Titans on this one. So genuinely, genuinely, we picked last week that the Bills were going to crush the Titans. And genuinely watching how they performed, and moreover, genuinely watching how Derrick Henry performed is why I can't pick the Chiefs in this. Like, I think the defense of Kansas City has been struggling, and Mahomes has been turning the ball over so much. And the Titans made one of the best defenses in the league, and the Bills look like a preseason first game in the third quarter defense on Monday. And Derrick Henry was running on a mission. And, you know, that was with with A.J. Brown not getting a reception until the second half. Yeah, and Julio going out early. Right, and and A.J. Brown ended that game with, like, eight receptions and over 100 yards. And, like, bro, they gave up 34 points. The Bills gave up 34 points, and they are, like, one of the best defenses in the league. And Kansas right. City is sorry. Right. The Bills gave up 34 points, and I'm pretty sure almost 150 rushing yards to Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry could go for 200 in this game. Not even kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you can go for 200 in this game. Like, for sure. Like, 200, sure. like, four touchdowns. Like, genuinely. You know, um, I'm hoping the Chiefs find a turnaround. Don't really care too much. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping for their sake they find a turnaround. But I definitely got the Titans in this one. Yeah. Shout out Spagnola. Hopefully they do something. But, anyways, let's jump right into Sunday night football. We got the Colts versus the 49ers. Talk to me about it. Man. You know, I wanted this to be a more heartfelt game a game that I cared about but just both teams are not giving me what I expected out of them Mm. you know Mm -hmm. I think the Colts defense went from being a really really great young defense to not showing us much Um, we don't know what we'll get out of Carson Wentz week by week whether it being injury good performance bad performance Mm. guys like Jonathan Taylor aren't giving us what they gave us last week week by week Mm. Um, and Everything is in question in San Fran right now. Are they playing for another really, really good pick? Um, Trey Lance, is he going to be their starting quarterback moving forward? Mm. Um, when is Jimmy coming back? I, you know, I'd like to say that just based on roster and you know what I what I feel about each coach, I'm going to have to go with the Colts. I like Frank. You know, yeah. I, um, I like their defense, even though they've been dealing with some injury bugs, and. San Fran is just dealing with so many question marks. Before this, though, before this, going into last year's season and even this year's season, I was a huge fan of Kyle Shanahan. Mm. I know a lot of people stressed the the the, uh, the thought of him, you know, playing it easy and you know, 
not going for the big play and trying to trying to be conservative when he when he was up 23 28 to 3 against mm. New England when he was in a I, you know I disregarded all that I feel like Kyle Shanahan is a great coach and he's a guy who can get his team you know that offense just in general and you know the way his te- his defense is plays for him I feel like he's a guy who can get his team to the playoffs every year sure um but I'm going to have to go with the Colts on this one yeah yeah, I think I would have to agree with you on that, man. I think the Colts started off kind of sputtering, but in in recent weeks they found a new life and they have been performing well as a unit when they lean on Jonathan Taylor more. Jonathan Taylor's had some favorable matchups, and I think he kind of takes takes over against the matchups and kind of sputters against uh, less favorable matchups. But with that being said. I think he's got one this week. The Niners have given up almost four and a half yards per carry to opposing teams running backs. So look for the Colts to dominate on the ground and stay one on the road, especially against an offense that hasn't figured out what's the best way to use Trey Lance yet, or will he actually be the quarterback of the future? And a quick thing, let's let's consider this too, guys. There are a lot of Niners fans out there, and rightfully so. It's a competitive team, but they went through a a whole heap of changes. Um, their defense, though the scheme may not be different, the staff is different. They lost mm-hmm. their defensive coordinator in Ramos yeah. a lot. You know, um, they lost a lot of guys that were in that defensive line room that they mm-hmm. could have utilized, whether being pieces that filled in for Nick Bosa when he was hurt, or whatever the case may be. They lost some key pieces, man. So even though that front four is a front four that everybody was afraid of, you know, it's almost easier to run the ball on teams because they – they only have to worry about that side of the defense. Once they get those four or five guys blocked, you know, they're almost set. So if that does work out, Jonathan Taylor, you know, he can have a field day, like you said. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. So I got the Colts. You got the Colts. Talking yeah. to me about Monday Night Football, man. Saints versus Seahawks. Who you got? Man, Saints versus Seahawks. I am rooting for Mr. Winston to eat another W, man. Mm-hmm. Um, W's. Right. <laughs> We'll see if Geno's back out there. I think he's definitely going to be back out there with the situation of Russell Wilson's injury with his finger. Um, and, yeah, I hope the Saints win, man. If anything, it's going to help the Jets in the draft board because we got the Seahawks' no, uh, first-round <laughs> pick. Um, the Seahawks' defense has been playing um, mediocre. I know uh, Steve Carroll is a great coach but he's not getting guys to perform how I expected. You know, you got to you got an all-pro safety, you got an all-pro linebacker, and your defense is giving up a ton week by week. So um, I don't know, man. That's a big question mark, but I got New Orleans. In a close one, but I got New Orleans. Bro, I'll tell you what. Looking back, I feel like Joe Douglas might have fleeced Seattle. Have, yeah. Has Jamal Adams been an all-pro since he's gotten there? Jamal Adams has been nothing but a question mark since he's gotten to Seattle. I don't know if he's – and you you know what's crazy about this? As a Jets fan and kind of really dialing into that whole situation and seeing how things transpired, Mm. Jamal Adams just signed that big deal. But prior to that, I wouldn't have been surprised if he was completely just bailing on the season to go to Dallas. Mm. Because of what happened during the time frame of the Jets trading him and whatnot, and yeah. seeing how he performed his first year in Seattle, mm. I was like, cool. He's not playing for a contract. He's playing to get to Dallas. Yeah. But he just signed his big deal, and his performance has not changed since. So, 
No, I wish they got the best man. I, you know, he was a great safety when he was with us. I felt like our scheme would have played um, beneficial to him being um, a contribution. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Steve uh, Steve Carroll is not looking at him as the best defensive player on his team. He's looking at him as a player on his team. Hmm. And he might not be using Jamal Adams to his complete strengths. Yeah. Um, Jamal Adams is an in-the-box guy, and he has him – he can cover two, but he has him like playing in cover two, cover, cover three situations and not really utilizing him a lot. So yeah. we'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pete Carroll, by the way. Yeah, Pete Carroll. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Steve Carroll. I yeah. said Steve Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a funny yeah. guy, guys. Yeah, Steve he's Carroll's a great guy. A funny guy. guy. <laughs> but with that being said, I got the Saints too, man. I think the Saints, while they haven't been great, I think the Seahawks have been that much worse. And you and I, we went out on a limb and put our faith. And Eugene Smith, Geno Smith, to perform last week. And he left us out there to try to some degree. And I think Kamara is going to have a field day, a field day against this weak defense that couldn't stop water with a fully working dam. Like, I think, like, this defense has been sorry. And Geno can't get it to his playmakers. And also, they got to get healthy in the backfield. Like, Chris Carson has to finish the season. But because he's not able to actually stay in, I think the Saints are going to leave here with an easy dub. Yeah, definitely got to agree, man. Shout out to Steve Carell. I'm sorry <laughs> about that, sir. I meant Pete Carroll. You're a great guy, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, with that said, man, we just wrapped up another fun week of Sandbox Sports. But before we go, we got another exciting addition to Sandbox Sports coming up. You want to talk to him about it, Biggest Scant? Yeah, man, we are excited to kind of venture off a bit more into the sports world. We are big sports fans, and we know mm-hmm. we've been giving you guys football takes quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, it is basketball season. Basketball season has started this week. Yes, sir. Um, there's so much story, uh, big storylines to cover in, in the NBA and, you know, trade talks and just weekly performances by these teams. You know, what we expect, there are so many trades and moves that have happened in the offseason that mm-hmm. is going to contribute to a great season. So we want to fill you guys in on those takes, too. Um, get to hear your perspective on certain things and make it more fun, man. You know, the sports world is moving. We got the uh, the, the MLB, you know, days away from the, uh, the the finals and NBA starting. And, you, you know, we're in mid-stride here with the NFL. So we're going to have a lot of fun on Sandbox Sports Podcast. We hope to see you guys soon again we we can't wait to share with you guys both nfl and nba news here pretty soon yes sir we appreciate y'all we love y'all bigger scan you know i'm out yes sir and this is your boy big scan just to echo what my guy bigger scan said we're excited to give you more get more people involved get more fans involved and we come with it all we don't stop. We keep growing. This is Big Scant, and this is your, your boys from Sandbox Sports Podcast. Tapping out for now. Hope you guys tap in. We love y'all. Be great. Go Pats. Go Jets. <laughs>